between glacier rivers and high mountain snow. The ancient ones walked barefoot on this ground. The only tracks left now are burial mounds. Horses are grazing neath cottonwood trees. Saddles and blankets dry in the breeze. But before we unpack and set up our camp in Canyon Cathedral, we give silent thanks for places like these naughty. Unbelievable. Oh my goodness. I gotta, I'm gonna cry. Oh my God, I hate this one. <laughs> It's a good way to start the day. I'm telling you. Boy, I would not make it on Martha Stewart show for sure. You are listening to uh, the unbelievably beautiful music of Ots Kilcher. And I want to tell you a little bit about who this magnificent individual is. And you're going to hear some absolutely fabulous music. The show, uh, this segment of the show is uh, with Ots and with we know who she is, Ava <laughs> Sikowski, and you heard Ava playing her music last week. And, you know, now you all are teaming up in a special concert, aren't you? So yes. why don't we just mention right now a little bit about the concert so folks can take, take notes. Right. Well, actually, the concert is on tomorrow night, Friday night, 7 o'clock in Mount Vernon. It's being sponsored by Unity Church of Today. Um, so even if you live in Seattle, it's definitely worth your trip. It's going to be a combination of myself and my husband and many people have heard our music. Our very good friends, Bonnie and Pete, our daughters are going to be there. And then, of course, Otz. And we actually um, developed this concert all around. Um, Otz gave me a call and said, hey, what? maybe we could do something together. And so I called up uh, my good friend, uh, our Reverend Roy, and asked him if he would sponsor something. He said, sure. So there you go. So oh. this is really um, came about because he asked. That's incredible. <laughs> so asking, ask what, ask for what we want. There you go. Uh, so let me uh, ask you this question. Thank you so much for joining the show. For those of you that are wondering um, who this fabulous musician is and this gentle, gentle soul, I will tell you that right now I'm going to introduce him as singer, songwriter, and father of the famous pop star. I don't pop. That's a that's an interesting word, Jewel, and uh, and you just had a just a brief moment, a taste of his fabulous music, and thank you so much for coming on the show today. Uh, really thank honored for, to have uh, you here. Thanks for having me. I need to say this is my uh, first foray out of the state of Alaska. Of course, I went to school down here for six years in the Utah-Idaho area, and I performed a couple times over at Grand Canyon at a cowboy poetry gathering, and recently again doing a two-week stint doing a dinner show at, a, at the Grand Hotel. But this will be my first kind of official concert out of the state of Alaska and my first radio interview. So this is big stuff here. This is wonderful. I love it. So the question that I ask every guest, and actually the question came from my listeners because they always say I'm so darn happy. Do I ever have a, like a bad moment? And the question evolved from that. And it, is, it goes like this. Here you are, this magnificent music. You're getting ready to launch a, a website, which we'll let everyone know about. Uh, you're, you're doing a concert. And again, this is a, you know, a radio first. So the question I would ask you is, in your journey along the way, what are some of the challenges and obstacles that you have personally overcome 
to bring you to this very moment. Boy, a whole pile of challenging, challenging obstacles. Learning how to speak clearly has been a challenge. <laughs> we all got that uh, one. Well, uh, I've done my bout with alcohol, and I quit alcohol six years ago. So that's been one of the obstacles for me personally that I uh, that I just started leaning on heavier and heavier to get me, you know, to get me up, to get me down, to get me in between. And pretty soon you're realizing that you're relying on it way too much. So, uh, so that's one of the first one that's that uh, hops to my mind. And then another one that might be kind of surprising because I've spent most of my life performing is, uh, is stage fright. And though I still get stage fright, I used to teach music and kids would always ask me, do you still get nervous? And I'd say, yeah, I still get nervous. I just kind of transform it now. Mm. I can actually speak and, and after a show I can remember what I said. And during the show I'm actually conscious of what I'm saying. Where it used to be, you get up there, it's a blur, you get down and you think, oh my God, what did I do? What did I say? How was it? So, so that's something I think uh, I, have a, I have a kind of bashful reserve side or one of my many selves in my family of selves within me you know, is a very reserved, quiet self. And I've had to kind of learn how to uh, be more comfortable sharing. And, and, uh, and I think that's just part of my evolution as a performer. Thank you so much for sharing that. So much of what this show is about is uh, providing, you, you know, authenticity to people, uh, authenticity of life to show that doesn't matter what kind of challenge it gets in front of you. You have everything you need to take it to the level that you're at right now. And this music that you have created is very powerful and beautiful. Uh, the, the CD is called Spirit Filled Air. And what I want to ask you is, where did this come from? The uh, title, Spirit Filled Air? The whole project for you. What, what really called to you to do this? Well, uh, I think I would attribute it to the place that that song, Spirit Filled Air, is about. It's the Fox River Valley, which is at the head of Kachemak Bay, which is on the Kenai Peninsula up in Alaska. And it's a place uh, my father walked through when he first came to Alaska. He came from Switzerland, landed in Seward, walked across the mountains, and walked down Kachemak Bay to get to Homer. So his first... His first uh, view of Homer was coming in through the Fox River Valley, which people don't do anymore because they take the road. He walked wow. because there wasn't a road in those days. So he then started ranching. We raised cattle and uh, some of my siblings still have cattle. And so we took our cattle to the Fox River Valley every summer in the spring for summer grazing. And in the fall, we'd go round them up. So I spent part of every year of my life up in the Fox River Valley. And it was it's a beautiful place. It still is. I still go there, still go there riding my horses and camping and, and and I love to take friends up there to show them that beautiful valley. So uh, most of the songs, many of the songs on that Spirit Filled Air CD were written while I was up there or written about things that happened up there. Mm. And the title song, Spirit Filled Air, is about a special place we go camping. And when you go there, it's just kind of like uh, going to church, getting rejuvenated, uh, uh, where you can uh, hang out. I, I forget the words of my own song, where you can undress your soul and lay it out bare and let it wash clean in the spirit-filled air. Mm. And when I was teaching uh, general music to kindergarten, I would always run my new songs by the kids. And so I asked 
kindergarten kids. So what does this mean? Undress your soul, lay it out bare, and let her wash clean in the spirit-filled air. And the kids came up with it. You know, you can imagine kindergarten kids. This one little girl said, well, it's kind of like taking off your dirty clothes and washing them. And then when they're clean and dried out, you put them back on again. And that's what you do with your soul. And I thought, boy, that girl's going to go maybe be president someday. We need to follow that one, yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so for me, that's kind of my, my church, getting out in nature and just feeling feeling the power of that. And so that's, that's what that song's about. Well, let's hear a little music. Let's hear a little live stuff. What do you think? Well, sure. I will do a song that I wrote a couple of years ago. And this... Every songwriter you talk to about the songwriting process will explain it in a different way. But uh, some of my songs I have to work for, and I feel like they more come from me, or my life and my experiences. This is a song that just kind of dropped into my lap one morning, and I couldn't write the words, the rhymes, fast enough to kind of capture it. And when I got through, I said, whoa, that was some good stuff. Thank you, wherever that one came from. <laughs> called the light of your face these moments of pleasure and joys beyond measure these times I treasure I'm never alone first rays of sunrise into dawn's eyes and I pray that my path lies on safe stepping stone with each new day break and every choice I make step I take it leads me closer to you I stay on the straight way I don't stray from the gateway they who are great say to thine own self be true
clouds keep glowing They're warming the night Shining and shifting Like soft sand sifting And my love is lifting of arts culture and um, we'll be telling you in a few minutes how you can uh, get a copy of this amazing CD. I want to ask both of you this question because this is something that I'm, you know, I'm going back and forth with and it is in the lyrics of your song. Um, when you see the light, when you see that light and it shines brightly, you know you're there. What has been the most significant part of your lives where you've not been in that place and you've moved from the place of darkness? What was that light like when you moved from that place to the place where you see the light? When, are you saying when you were in the darkness and you moved toward the light, what was that moment mm -hmm. like? Well, at least for me, I think, you know, my life, like most people's lives, it's, you don't, unfortunately, we don't camp out in the light. And the way that we can, <laughs> the way that we can recognize, the, the way that we can recognize when we're in the darkness is having had that experience of the light. So the contrast is important. And I know that for me, Certainly, you know, my homecoming, I've had a, you know, and I've shared a lot about my own homecoming on, on your show, thanks to my fairy godmother, <laughs> Dr. Pat, um, is it just feels like coming home, that, that you've, you've been away and now I'm home again. And that's certainly what this last couple of years has felt like to me. You know, Otz, I want to ask you that same question, and I want to just say that as you were playing that song, I mean, there's an expression that gets tossed around, but I have to tell you, I feel you. I really feel you. I mean, I could feel the vibration and the power of your gift in every cell in my body. And, you know, I'm fighting to hold back the tears of the power of that. And you are truly a blessing. So I'm, I'm, it's clear to me that you have had that contrast. What is it like to have the light? Uh, well, I think uh, 
I'd have to say it much like Ava uh, with a little different twist. I had the, uh, we were dri driving down here, we were talking about children and, and blaming your parents for the difficulties mm -hmm. you have in your life. And I certainly went through, I think, a longer than normal phase of blaming my parents uh, because I had more challenges. And, and uh, at some point I had to turn that all around and say, okay, so it was what it was. They did and didn't do what they did and didn't do. And now what am I going to make of my life? And so uh, so that was a, uh important part of my life, you know, somewhere around 30, I would say, when that began changing. And so I now look at it as I have had some really wonderful opportunities in my life to work through a lot of stuff. Uh, one of my sons, who's also named Otz, told me one day when I was apologizing for my parenting or lack of it, uh, when he was younger, he said, Dad, I wouldn't have it any other way. I see some of my friends who just don't have much to work through, and I'm really happy that I have that I had you as my dad and that I've had the challenges and the things to work through. And that did a lot for healing for me. But uh, so my life has been... Uh, I would say younger teenage years, early 20s, when maybe there was one light day a month. Uh -huh. Things were good, and the rest of the time was dark. And uh, marriage, divorce, single parenting. Uh, and then it's kind of like, oh, two good days a month. Then three, and oh, half and half. We're down to 15 good days, 15 bad days. And and now it's, it's, uh, it's where it's more, uh, more the norm. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, you know, coming to grips with myself, uh, quitting alcohol, uh, I discovered I was adult ADD a few years ago, started taking medication for that, which has helped me focus and just be in a more focused, organized place and a, and a more clear place. And uh, I've, ever since I've, and I, I, I could, you know, travel the country preaching ADD medication, not that medication is a cure for everything, but it certainly is the first time I felt like the me that I should have been all along. And mm -hmm. boy, if I only could have been on that when I was a kid in school when the teachers called me dumb, lazy, and crazy and a daydreamer, quit staring out the window and, you know, get to work. And I was, you know, I was off somewhere else. I was writing songs. I was riding my horse somewhere. So, so to, to answer that question, it's just been, it's been a long series of, uh, and now, to me, the beautiful thing is that I, I, I at least recognize now when I'm not in the light because it, when you're there long enough and you spend enough time there, you more quickly recognize mm -hmm. and you know what you need to do to kind of get back centered again. Well, let's talk about the light right now for both of you. I want to make sure everyone knows that I'm here with Ava Sikowski. You know Ava. She's been on the show, Sacred Romance, and Otz Kilcher. And Otz, of course, is singer, songwriter, and father of, uh, of uh, the famous uh, uh, pop star Jewel. And the music that you're hearing is his original music, and he's playing this music. And, and if you're not in the vibration of this and you're in the busyness of your day, I would like to ask you, as we play the next song in a few minutes, to be with this music now if you're driving please be with the music on the side of the road that would be like very important to do uh and in 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 in, in talking about this i want to ask you both because I, I see you both connected it's not a mistake you're back together again this is not a mystery it's not a mistake and there's this birthing that's going on and here you are with a brand new cd what is your vision what is the vision? What do you want to carry forward in this world? 
Well, Abe and I talked about this uh, a few days ago on the telephone, and, uh, you know, our lives take different turns, different ages, different things we're involved with focusing on parenting or working or whatever. Now that I'm retired, I, uh, I, I have the time to pursue my hobbies and my loves, and, and certainly uh, music is one of those. And uh, I'm just trying to focus more on... I've always done original material, no matter where I've played. I've always been able to squeeze in original stuff, and, and fortunately, I think that's where my daughter, being raised that way, was very natural for her, just to write her own songs and sing them, too. Just hang and, out. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I, I'm reconnecting at this point in my life with, with people in my past, and so to, to get reconnected with uh, Ava and Dennis and Peter and Bonnie, and to find out that, you know, our, our music, we're doing more original stuff, we're more interested in, uh, in, in, in putting, our, putting our music out mm -hmm. there. And so I'm right now trying to do a few more things in Lower 48, and just see how people respond to, uh, Great. to my music and see where it goes. Now let's let everyone know about the concert again. And then what I'd like to do is as we close this show, I would love to have you both back as we close this show. And, and actually, you know, see if we can arrange an interview for Voice America. I would love to help and support you in getting your music out there. And so we can talk about that. But in closing this show, uh, I, I, I'd love to just... Let everybody know about the concert again, please, Ava, and how it's they can find Friday out more about night. it. Friday night. You can call me directly if you have any questions. My cell phone number is 425-931-8777. 425-931-8777. The concert is in Mount Vernon. It's being sponsored by Unity Church of Today. Um, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. So just call me if you want to want to come, and we'll you know give you directions or whatever whatever you need to get you there. But we're really super excited about it. It's going to be a very fast moving show, lots and lots of talent. Of course, um, we're Otz is going to be able to um, perform his original material. Um, most of the show is going to be about that. Everybody sharing things that they've um, that they've written. Um, there where there will be some things that aren't our own songs okay uh but uh that'll give everybody a chance to stop and sing with us Excellent. so um yeah so no we're we're super super excited i think it's going to be a great show well thank you both for coming on today and for sharing your your vision and for sharing your vibration with our listeners and so appreciative and your music is fabulous let's close this show with uh, a song from you Otz, please well, and your website it's uh it's Otz, coming out uh, otskilter.com okay. and uh, finally doing that and we're we're going to end with a cut off my CD called Walter, and it's a it's a place where I got together with the band Moon Dance, where Peter and Bonnie and Dennis and Ava were playing for this rural providers conference, and I met this Alaska native named Walter, and the, the song came out of that experience. A lot of fond memories around that song. All right, thank you all for listening. See you tomorrow. on his arms and shoulders, on his fingers and on his hands.
walking, talking totem pole, just looking for a place to stand. Each tattoo told a story, but the ones I remember the best was a buffalo on his left forearm. 